0: I don't know hello we are live. Live. Hello, live how are you hannah weinhold i'm very well thank you rachel weinhold how are you rachel
1: weinhold i'm all right thank you hannah weinhold um having a good snow day it's snow joke is it it's no joke everything's been cancelled There's snowballs going on tonight it's terrible well <laughs> It'll be all white though, won't it? It'll be, all, it'll be all white, yeah, it'll be fine. Anyway, welcome to uh, another edition of FFS. We've missed a couple of these lately because, you know, life, busy. Life. Um, but we're back once again with the Renegade Master. Um, we're not going to do... People <laughs> damaging with the ill behaviour. Yeah, with the ill behaviour, definitely the be ill behaviour. Uh, we're not mm. going to do the one that we actually scheduled for today. So for today, we had something in about
0: small Don't business we planning.
1: Yeah, well, it it was quite frankly, it was boring. It was going to be boring as anything. So what we thought we'd do, because we had a Grow traffic roadshow that was supposed to be happening this evening. Uh, Most of Lancashire, especially Accrington, where it's going to be, is under uh, a foot of snow. People can't get anywhere. It's forecast to freeze shortly. So we have postponed it. Um, And what we thought we'd do instead... Let's do a little bit of a taster session of it today. So we're going to do a little bit of of what is digital marketing and what might you learned if you did come on a Grow Traffic Roadshow. Yes. Yeah, so Hannah, you probably knowed that
0: already, didn't you? Yes, because I'm very involved with what's happening in the rest of the business. <laughs> no, I mean, you knowed about digital marketing. Oh yes, I knew that. Yeah, but yeah. I think um, you know it, it's it's good that we're doing this little kind of taster session because obviously um, we're doing it in Lancashire mm-hmm. soon, but we are going to take it, as the name suggests, around the country like a yes. good old fashioned roadshow, yeah, <laughs> like um, Noel's
1: House Party Roadshow or the Radio One Roadshow, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway,
0: gonna be right. uh, and big
1: giveaways, none of that. Yeah, right. n- none of that, none of that. No, you won't even win a cuddly toy. There's nothing.
0: You might win a cuddly toy. You could win. You a, might. We could do um, anyway, Hannah Winold. what's your name and where'd you come from? My name's Hannah Winold, and I'm in Sheffield.
1: Woo-hoo! Um, Anything good happened to you this week, Hannah?
0: Nope. No. <laughs> you have discovered um, you might have a bit of a nut allergy though, haven't you? That's. I mean, that's the opposite of good, but... Well, I ate hazelnuts and my throat did a little swell but then I ate them in dairy milk and it was fine. So that's all that really matters. I think it might be nice. the shell. You know, the, the, not that I was eating it with the shell. You know, the skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 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 There you go. What about yeah. you, Rachel? What's your name and where'd you come from? Well, my name's Rachel Weinhold and I'm from Bake uh, Up. Uh, yeah. And what What? anything good happened to you today, Pet? Well,
1: um, the best thing really is the snow day. I've just been playing out with the ponies in the snow. So is your child not at home? Is Leon not home then? No, no. School is open. He's he's uh, battled his way through the blizzards to get into school. There are twelve of them in, and he's one of the twelve. He's very yeah, very I'm proud of about hundred percent attendance record. So no, he's not. He's not skiving. Bless his little cotton
0: socks. while well, the girls yeah. are off. So. Oh, well, well, so but they're we're not probably... here. Hey. Oh, they're not
1: there? Of course, yes, they're at your mother in law's, aren't they?
0: Yes.
1: Anyway, this is a three and a half minutes of us just having a nice little chat. So, we'll <laughs> probably get on to talk about what we're actually here to talk about, isn't it? So, um, the Grow Road Traffic Roadshow, as I said, it's something that we're going to be putting on every kind of three, maybe four months, and it will be going around the country. It is entirely free. To attend, we're going to host them in places that have a bar, so you can come along, have a beer, and learn some digital marketing and a thing. So the Grow Traffic Roadshows will be held in conjunction with somebody, usually somebody who Grow Traffic has worked with in the past. Today's session was was going to be with um, Gemma from Grow Your Mindset. So it is still happening. I don't want to give the impression that it it won't happen that it's cancelled. It is going to be postponed. Um, But essentially, we will at some point putting it on, it will be a half about how to set your digital marketing goals. So you'll learn a little bit about what is digital marketing, what are all the different strands of it and how what questions do you need to ask yourself in order to plan your digital marketing goals. And then the same thing from a mindset perspective. What is a growth mindset? Why does it matter to your business? And how do you set your mindset goals? And the idea of these roadshows is that all of these things will help you grow your business. So we do a little bit of planning. You do a little bit of goal setting. You learn about the different elements. And it helps you improve your business, grow your customers, grow potentially your staff, grow your revenue, you know, whatever side of the business it is that you want to grow. So it's useful stuff. We even had a little workbook printed so you can even fill out your little workbook and go away with your goals
0: set for the year so that you actually get something out of it. And did I mention it's completely free? Totally free. And I think that mindset is so important because we all know that being in business is a very lonely place, even if it, even if you're doing it with friends or family. Um, and it's very difficult to kind of take those inevitable knockbacks time and time again and, and learn from it and grow from it and kind of keep that positive mindset going but like most of us understand the importance of that that kind of laser focus on the goal and not being distracted by by the stuff that you know goes wrong because stuff goes wrong all the time a friend of mine Nikki Thomas said the other day being in business is hard more than it's good and I think that's kind of really resonated with me so kind of Looking at how you're going to grow your business, but how you're going to keep your head together while you're doing it is such a powerful combination. Um, and I think they're going to make for some really excellent sessions along the way. We are well, sorry. Uh, well, funnily enough, though, I was listening to it. I was on I was on Thug
1: Tickers Talkers the other day, um, and I was listening to a a, a woman who's a psychologist. Um, And she was saying, they were talking about the growth of, of, you know, anxiety, everybody's anxious, everybody's got, you know, we're living in this mental health crisis. And she was saying, actually, when you think about it, uh, you know, all of the reactions that people have, we need to stop thinking about it as you've got something wrong with you. And how do we fix it? Actually, when you look at society, and and what's happened with the COVID pandemic, and now we're in a cost of living crisis, everybody is reacting perfectly normally, it's Mm -hmm. a really stressful time, you know, everybody's struggling to pay their bills and, you know, businesses are are, are floundering and stuff. Um, And that is a perfectly normal reaction to get anxious about it, to worry about it, to not know how to see your way out of it. And so she was saying, actually, we've got to stop thinking of this as, this is, every. you know, yes, we we can heal people. Yes, we can treat people. But actually, we need to maybe accept that something is fundamentally wrong societally, and that's how we deal with the mental health crisis. But that's not that's not easy, is it? It's
0: easy to just blame everybody individually how so it's your fault that you're not coping. And also, like it's okay to talk about it more now, so you hear about it more. Like like Victoria Wood said, if something went wrong, you kept gobshop and kept what is it? Kept gobshop but wireless. Yeah. And the, and it doesn't just extend to gynecological issues. That's what it was like. But and I think that's the thing about business as well. It was very. Um, you know kind of everything leave your problems at the door leave your problems at the door you've got to project this image of being absolutely a-okay all the time and and on it and I just don't think it is anymore and I think that's absolutely acceptable Mm. and that we do acknowledge how awful it is and I don't think there's any um accident that that something like 80 percent of CEOs of FTSE 100 companies or something are psychopaths because you can't bloody do it and have emotions.
1: (laughs) No, no, it's absolutely, yeah, it's it's 100% true, isn't it? Uh, Most of our worries, especially once you start employing staff, that is the big part of, of your worry as a business. Yes, it's, you know, how, practically speaking, how do we pay the wages, obviously, but also it's, it's are they all right? Is everybody okay? You know, it, it, how do we make sure everybody is okay? If they're not okay, what do we need to do? Um, so yeah, it's mental health is huge. But also I think that growth mindset from a business perspective as well, because it is really easy as a business owner, and I know this is 100% my tendencies, if I will stay in my happy little lane, if we found something and, it, you know, we're all okay and it's working and it's fine, I will just go along on those train lines forever and a day and never, you know, say, oh, well, why don't we try doing this? Or why don't we bring this in? Or why don't we extend yeah. this out here and do this? Or, you know, I'm just always like, no, no, we're okay. Nobody changed anything. It's mm-hmm. okay now, you know, nobody <laughs> move. Um, and it's really easy, especially if you are a sole trader, I think. Yeah. to just have your little customer base and go along doing what you're doing and never think to grow and actually what you end up doing by default if you are not growing you are moving backwards you're not standing still because you're not preparing your business for what's coming around the corner you're not preparing your business for the changes in your industry or what happens if you lose that client you know have you got a client to replace them so it's really you know crucial that you have a growth
0: mindset as a business uh, rather than just as a as a person as well when you're doing marketing quite often you, you fail and, and and you learn from those failures. You know, we always say when we do our five tips, we always say at the end review and adapt because things don't work. And and half the time you're just kind of throwing out some some you know hooks to see what catches and and when something catches you do more of it and when something doesn't you stop doing that and if you're doing something if you're embarking on a marketing strategy a growth marketing strategy and you're not resilient and, and understanding that for every failure you have there's a learning point of that you you kind of grow your knowledge and you grow your your, your skill set and you start to really refine your marketing activity if you're not in that mindset then it's just going to be a kick in the teeth time after time and you know it is really important that you kind of set out on a strategy a marketing strategy and acknowledge that this might not work based on the data I think it probably will however people might not take to it and and that's okay and it just takes you along the path of refinement. I think so that, that, that's the same for everything in business though when you look at you know, yeah. how
1: the, the biggest periods of evolution in, in business, in society, have always come out of adversity. You know, look at the, the seismic changes that happened after the Second World War. And we got the NHS and all the rest of the establishment of a welfare state. You know, and now, when you look at the, the way that business has changed coming off the back of the COVID pandemic, a lot of the things that we were doing all of a sudden didn't work. And we yeah. all had to start thinking, well, how are we going to change that? How are we going to make it work now? And a lot of the practices uh, we've gone back. You know, we've gone back to how we were, but a lot of the things we've kept and it has changed the way that we do business. And so you kind of have to have adversity in order for things to improve and get better and and evolve. And so, yeah, that's the thing. You've got to be
0: able to personally uh, survive that and as a business survive that. Mm, So what what kind of things are you going to go through on the first roadshow at Accrington Stanley on a date TBC? (laughs) Who are they? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yes.
1: So the things, the very first thing. So Gemma is going to, Gemma from Grow Your Mindset is going to do her sort of 20 minutes. So we've just touched on the sort of things that that she'll look at. But from a grow traffic point of view, essentially what we're going to look at is, is, how do we um, provide somebody with a digital marketing strategy in essentially an hour? So we've got a little bit of looking at what is digital marketing and why does it matter to your business? Because quite often it's the thing that people forget. And then we've got some questions that we're going to pose to people. And as I said, they get a little work booklet, they can actually sit down and work out what the goals are going to be. So the first thing I'm going to do is, well, for, to start with, Hannah, you can,
0: What well, what is digital marketing? Define digital marketing for me. Digital marketing is using online digital channels such as um, websites, social media, um, videos, uh, audio, podcasting, uh, etc., etc., to increase your brand awareness, generate more sales, and get get um, advocacy from your customers. Um, sometimes you might be educating an audience that there's a new way to do it. It's basically marketing yourself um, yeah. digitally. <laughs> yeah, yeah trying to not it be is.
1: and when we you know the question of why is this important somebody actually asked me well it, this is probably one of the most common questions we get asked is sort of well what's the point why do i need it so there are kind of three main reasons as to why you need to think about digital marketing so the first one is how many um, how many what percentage Hannah do you think of
0: shopping occasions begin online shopping occasions all shopping occasions what percentage of all shopping occasions occur on begin online I would say um like 75 percent it's yeah. between 70 and 80 percent depending on who study you look
1: at so, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. now you get a banana Hey! Yeah, well done. Yeah, seventy-eight percent of all shopping occasions begin online. And that is, you know, the bigger the ticket item, the more likely it is that somebody's going to research it before they buy it. Obviously, if we're just talking about, you know, a bottle of washing up liquid, you're just going to buy that off the huff whilst you're in the shop. But if we're talking about a car or a house Monday. or... But yeah, finding a solicitor, a pony, anything like that, you know, those are the types of things that you start online and you research. And yeah, between 70 and 80 percent. And that's even true that that kind of crosses the border when particularly true when you look at um, B2C. But it's even true when you look at B2B, when people are looking for a, uh, a company to work with or they're looking for a, a new supplier, potentially they start that journey online and people's shopping habits have changed the way people engage businesses have changed because once upon a time you know we used a a business that was personally recommended or they'd been in the center of town for 40 years or we went in the yellow pages or whatever you know there was there was an element of trust there because we were aware of that business before we engaged it now because we're all just going online and googling stuff That element of trust is not there. So it has to be built up in another way. And that is through digital marketing. That is with blogs. It's with your website. It's with your client reviews. It's with your social media pages, with your email newsletter. So there's loads and loads of statistics around this that that prove it time and again. But basically, no matter what you're selling, B2B or B2C, people start online. A lot of people will start online.
0: And I think, like, it's tempting to go, oh, well, you know, I've got a shop. Like, people will come into the shop and... People don't want to buy, like, small items online, but, like, I will I will search for an item, you know, if I'm looking for a jumper, something as innocuous as that, I'll look what that shop has got in it before I bother to get off my ass and go into it. And then I might not even buy then. I might go back and buy online so I can get cash back or, yeah. you know, easier returns or something. You know, there's there's all different sorts of ways now that people access – your services and even you know something as daft as the other day i was looking for a window cleaner i started online the window cleaner didn't have a website okay. window cleaners don't have websites but they've got facebook customers and facebook reviews and stuff so um, you know even if your website you don't your business doesn't have a website necessarily um, you still need to do digital marketing because digital marketing is so much more than your website. And, you know, I was I was speaking to
1: somebody who had a bookshop and um, he said, oh, you know, people come in and, and they look and they browse the books and then they go home and they buy it on Amazon. Or, you know, they actually said, you know, they'll, they'll buy it online. And I said, well, have you got a website? Like, no. So you're not even in the game, you know, if all somebody cares about is price, then yes, they're going to go and they're going to buy it on Amazon. And that's that's just, you know, a, a factor that you can't get around. But as you just said, people will buy online for many different reasons. Sometimes it's because they they can pay on PayPal or they can use the credit card. So they get, you know, protections and cash back. You know, the, the, they might want to be able to do the returns thing, you know, all sorts of different reasons why people buy that way. And so. If you have a shop and people are coming into your shop to browse things and then they're going away and you suspect that they are buying it online, you need a website. You need a shop that that they can buy your stuff online because they might go and find it on Amazon and they might say, well, yeah, all right. It is, you know, five pounds cheaper, but actually it's coming from China. It'll take longer. Uh, You know, I'm not sure if I can return it in the same way. You know, I don't necessarily have the expertise. So they might well go back home and buy it online, but from your shop. So you still need to be in the race. If you don't have a website, you're not in
0: the game. And conversely, sometimes I will buy, I will look for something online and then go and buy it physically. Because I want to, you know, actually touch it and look at it it and, and, and put my big eye on it and see what it's like in real life. Yes, absolutely. Um, The second reason why digital marketing is important is
1: because the buyer journey is changing. So we've just mentioned about that, the way people buy products has changed. Um, They used to say it takes an average of seven touch points, uh, 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 occasions where a customer encounters your brand before they buy they do think that's gone up now but it's still only you know hovering between 8 and 9 so essentially anybody who is going to buy one of your products and again the higher the ticket item the more this applies they need 8 or 9 touch points with your company before they will buy that so they need to have seen you somewhere they need to be able to recognize the brand and That, most of that journey actually happens online. When you look at the the buyer journey, and I've got a beautiful slide, which if you come to the roadshow, you will be able to see my beautiful slide. And yeah, it's lovely. Um, It shows you all of the, the different ways that somebody might engage with your company before they buy. And it is things like your website. It's things like your social media. It's things like your email newsletter. The vast majority of them now, of those touch points, are digital. They are happening online. It might occasionally be an advert that they've seen in the, in a local paper, might occasionally be that they've heard you on the radio or they've met you at a networking event. But nine times out of ten, they're going to engage with your brand online in some way. And certainly as they move along that buyer journey, those those instances of online um, encounters uh, become even more prevalent. So it's if you're not there, again, you're not even
0: in the game because they're buying these things. They're just buying them from somebody else. And it's so delicate as well. Like like when people are taking their first steps on that via journey, your reputation, the content that they come across, the quality of your touch points has got to be absolutely amazing. Because at any point, that trust is so fragile before they pick up the phone, before they really engage with you, before they kind of understand that that you know what you're doing, it's so fragile that just something so small could break it. So, mm-hmm. you know, an, a difficult a we, an, a website that's not optimized for accessibility, for example, or even for mobiles, could break that trust. People might think, oh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother with this. This customers this company's got a much easier to understand website, or um, you know, a a a PDF that gives the wrong information, or an email newsletter that's spammy as hell, like there's that now trust today google my business card exactly like that trust is so fragile that it's so important to map your buyer journey and the real buyer journey not the buyer journey that you think people are taking mm. and and actually make sure that the all your different touch points are really high quality and kept up to date which is why digital marketing is more than a, is about more than just you know, getting more people to your website. It's about nurturing that trust through the mm-hmm. through the buyer journey.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it, it, it's purely down to, this is what I always say to people when I'm talking to them about this sort of stuff. Think about how you shop, because I understand all of this, you know, all of this kind of how important reviews all right, are. show off. Website. Yeah, I'm I'm super good at all of this, um, but you know I, I understand this, and still I shop in the way that I shopped before. So you know if I read a bad review on something, I will go on to the next company because I know yeah. that there is a hundred more companies that will be supplying the thing that I want to buy. So one bad review, and I'm like, oh, I, that's what that's them crossed off. It's like when you're you know applying reading CVs for job applications, and they've got spelling mistakes in. Straight away you're like, right out. Onto the next one, because you mm. have so much choice now, we all do, and we make decisions like that, so it's got to be good, and that's not saying that you know every single review has to be five star and if you've got a one star review, you you know you remove it you
0: did, yeah, but
1: it's just about dealing with them and enabling that that overall picture to be shown if you've got a lot of good reviews and then one bad people will see that for probably that's a disgruntled client, but if all no. they see is bad reviews, then they're going to go, this is a scam. I'm moving on to the next one. So it's really important that you curate. And this is, again, where people forget, isn't it? They think it's just about what's on their website. And it's not because only a tiny fraction of the engagement that people have with you will be on your website. That A lot of it might be on Trustpilot or social media or, like, say, your email newsletters, all sorts of other things. So, yeah, just pay attention to it, basically. Yeah. Okay, point number three, why is digital marketing important? You need to future proof your business. So um, again, this is uh, uh, about well, there's two sort of components to this. So the first one is that companies that implement digital marketing strategies uh, tend to have a three times higher growth than those that don't and they have a three times uh, more chance of expanding their workforce so those companies that are online doing all of this stuff they grow faster and they employ more people because they are out there raising their brand awareness getting new customers doing all that stuff so that that's that but also the other thing is that because of the way search is going um, and because of the way the algorithms are going and the environmental impact of the huge digital universe that we have got, um, you, you've got to you've got to be seen to be counted nowadays. You cannot just sit on your laurels and say, Well, we built a website 10 years ago and nothing's changed, so it works. You have got to be out there marketing yourself. Because as we just said, you know, there are a hundred million more companies now that you are competing against all doing the same thing that you do. And if you are not out there, you know, optimizing your stuff and, and actively seeking those new customers, you're gone. They've left you in the dust. So it's 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 really important that you've got a future-proof that, that business.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're fear-mongering a, re- a little bit. You know, like there's all these things that you need to do and we're not. Like it does, it feels overwhelming. I sat yesterday and delivered a, an audit and a strategy back for conversion rate optimization to a client. And at the, and I could just see them being so overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that they could be doing. And I think that's the key. Like, yes, you could be doing this. If your business was massive and you had a full marketing team, you would be doing all these amazing things, but you haven't, you know, none of like, not many of us have got that. So like, we, I think a lot of it is about prioritizing what's going to, what, like, what is the real kind of pain points at the moment being really realistic about where your customers are dropping off, kind of using the data to analyze where you're, where you're having, where, where things could be improved and then tweaking that and doing a little bit of that and then leaving that alone and then moving on to something else. And rather than thinking, right, I'm going to throw everything at it, you know, do one thing and see if it works. And if it does keep doing it and if it doesn't stop doing it, like we said at the beginning, like with marketing it is just about tweaking dials sometimes and you can and i think if you do everything all at once and you don't know what to tweak so um rather than being kind of overwhelmed with it just do a bit at a time and think right first things first i'm a realist I'm gonna to have to get these um, reviews sorted out. Then I need to get my Facebook sorted out. Then I need to get my Google sorted out. Rather than thinking, "Shit, there's so much to do, and I'm blown out the water if I don't do it." It's absolutely about priorities. It's got to be. And and you know, social media is
1: a perfect example. You know, particularly if you are a small business, you know, you can look at social media marketing and think, "Oh, I've got to be, I've got to be creating polls on Facebook, and I've got to be creating really compelling content on LinkedIn, and I've got to be making TikTok videos." <laughs> and I've got to be photographing everything beautifully for Instagram. No, you don't. The fir- one of the first questions you need to ask yourself is, who is my target audience and where are they? Because chances are, are it's it, well, it is It's better to pick one channel and do it really well and really hone in on that target audience and create the content that they want to see than, than having a scattergun approach and trying to do everything. So one of the first things you need to ask is, all right, where, you know, who is my audience? Where are they? How, what are their pain points? How do I speak to them? And it might be that you choose, you know, I was reading um, an article yesterday, actually, which was, uh, there's been a lot of um, uh, shit thrown at email newsletters in recent years, you know, nobody opens them, it's a waste of time, you know, you you create these beautiful things and nobody looks at them. But actually, there's there's been a new... Um, uh, study carried out on email newsletters and they were saying that customers that receive an email newsletter from a company are five times like more likely to buy from that company in the long run it might take a while but they're five times more likely to buy from that company which is actually huge when you think about the margins yes. you work with in digital marketing That's that's actually massive so You know, it might be that you say, actually, social media is not that relevant to me. I'm going to focus on doing a really great email newsletter campaign or, you know, so prioritize. And the things that you need to ask yourself around that are what do you want to achieve? So what are your goals? What are you trying to do? Do you want to? And and this, you know, go granular on these. Don't just say, oh, I want business growth. I want more
0: business. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I want
1: more customers. You know, be precise. How many customers do you want? What do you need them to be spending? What do those customers buy? You know, so so pin down that and and really have some. And your goal might just be, I want more signups to my newsletter. I want more likes on Facebook. That might be it. So think about what your goal is. Think about what your resources are. So how much time have you got? How? Uh, what, yeah. what other capacity have you got within the team? Or could you employ a VA or somebody to help you out with this? Or so, a digital
0: marketing agency. Or a digital marketing agency. Yeah,
1: but it's really, I mean, this is the thing as well. Like you are saying, when you delivered that audit yesterday, and, you know, this happens quite often, people are like, oh, my God, I can't do all of that. Well, if you can't do all of that, be honest about that. Don't say right. Well, we're going to write a blog a month, and we're going to do a blog a week. We're going to do three social media posts today, day, and blah blah. And then people go off at great guns, and then it all falls apart, and they all feel like failures. We're back to that mindset again.
0: Yeah, this is so important, and and that's what I was going to add on to the thing when you said be realistic with your time. I think as well, be realistic with your skill set. Not everyone is good at everything, and that's okay. Like you go into business because you're good at the thing that your business is in, and. And if you know that writing a blog is going to be the fucking worst like hour of your life every week, don't do it because it's going to be shit and you're going to hate it and you're not going to do it and you're not going to get consistency. But if you bloody love photography and taking amazing images and and Instagram is like your area, then go all guns out on that and and like pick, pick one thing. That, that you're really good at and go with that and see how it works. And if it really doesn't work, then fine. You might need to upskill. You might need to, you know, concede, okay, it's blogging time and learn how to do it properly, in which case you can come on our amazing Better Blogging Courses. Um, yeah, but maybe. as they say, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't half-arse two things, whole ass one thing. Yes, yes, absolutely, yeah.
1: And then, yeah, like that. that's the absolute, I and mean, what you said before as well, you know, measure your success review yeah. what you are doing use use analytics use the analytics platforms that come with the social media channels whatever it is your own way of, of measuring things um but but measure it and see how successful it is and that is why it is really important to have a strategy you know and that's mm. why you know days like the growth traffic roadshow are so helpful and uh, because what you actually do is sit down again there's there's loads of data that proves this that if you actually have a strategy and you set goals, you are much more likely to achieve those goals because you've got something that you can go, oh, I did that. Whereas if you don't, if you're never setting goals and you're never aiming for anything, you never know what you're doing, you know, how do you know how do you know what success looks like? How do you know when you've achieved that thing? Um, yeah. And again, that that is, all, again, back to mindset. That's a huge thing for mindset, isn't it? To be able to tick things off and go, oh, well, actually, we said we were going to, you know, get 5,000 more followers on Facebook. We've got 6,000. So that's one, you know, goal ticked off and that helps. So it is absolutely about putting that strategy in place that is realistic that is consistent uh, and that is measuring and that has some some really
0: specific KPIs. Specific, measurable, achievable, targeted and realistic. Yes, there you go. There's some nice
1: buzzwords for you. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, so that's it. So that if you come on the Grow
1: Traffic Roadshow, we go all of that stuff is what we do. We go into a little bit more detail about the why and the how of digital marketing and what, what it means. If you're coming on the one with Gemma, you get a lot more information about that mindset, how you can improve your own mindset, how you can improve the mindset of your business and your staff. Um, and then, as I say, we sit down and we have... Three questions on the digital marketing. We have three questions on the, the growth mindset side of things. And you sit with your workbook. One of us will be walking around and helping you, you know, pin down what you need to do for your business and what you can realistically achieve so that you come out of that with some actual goals and, and a bit of a plan and you know what you're going to go and do next. And it it should be really, really helpful. It should be really it interesting. It will be really, really helpful. It will. And uh, failing all that, there will be wine and beer so, not failing um, there'll be no failing there'll be success <laughs> and growth mm. yes absolutely so we haven't set a date for our next uh for the rescheduled road show yet but we will be doing it's very likely going to be in early may um, just because of timings and easter and all the rest of it we didn't want to put it on in the Easter holidays so probably it's going to be may but in the meantime we are also going to start organizing the
0: yorkshire one aren't we hannah Whoop, whoop. And I have a very interesting chap possibly lined up um, for the speaker slot and he is a kind of non, he describes himself as a non-fluffy entrepreneur coach. So Amazing. kind yeah. of helps you look at your goals and why you're doing it. And, and he says, like, if you're the best, per- like, what does your best version of you look like and and then why aren't you turning up like that every day? So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. That ties in nicely as well, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I've just remembered as
1: well, Hannah, um, our our good thing this week was that we were in Lancashire Life. We? <laughs> we were in Lancashire Life. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got a copy. I went to, Erin uh, and I, because you couldn't come, Hannah, went to the lunch on Wednesday, which was at the fence gate in Burnley. So hosted by Lancashire Life. We met some awesome women there um who i'm gonna be getting in touch with and i might even send them this video so they can watch it um yeah it was really really good it was a really really nice day and it was really quite sort of it was a nice empowering thing to do on international women's day
0: so well done to us well done to us i am very proud of us for getting in that i can't really find it now um but yes i had to buy it online but if any oh here we go here we go if you would like to see us, life, which, yes. you know, I was trying to explain Lancashire life to the people in Yorkshire that are in my family, and um, they didn't get it. I was like, it's Tatler for Lancashire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, yeah, they yeah. didn't get the significance. There isn't a Yorkshire version. But if you're in Lancashire, you know the fuck what we're talking about. We're Absolutely,
1: it. yeah. So, well done us. And on that note, that's it. We're off. Off Couldn't to go really and play in the idea. snow. So, I'll yeah. i do some work. Yes, thank you very much for watching this. If you are watching it back and you still would like to ask us a question, then please put it in the comments because we will still read them. I will put the link to the booking Eventbrite booking link on um, the comments as well. So if you haven't booked onto the roadshow and would like to come, you now have a second chance to come. And if you have booked onto the roadshow, we're still going to send you this so that you can get a taster. If there is anybody that you know who you think would also benefit from this, please do invite them along. Um, because now we've got uh, a little bit more time. We are hoping to uh, even fill the room a little bit more. So that's good. Thank you very much. Have a lovely weekend. We'll see you soon. Goodbye, everybody. everybody.